What's up guys, thank you for joining me today. My name is Dr. Tom LeHue, welcome to my channel uh, where we talk about all kinds of things related to the Enneagram and getting to know ourselves better to be more present to life. And today we're gonna be talking about type six. We're gonna be looking at some of the key patterns of type six that come from this book by Beatrice Chestnut, uh, The Enneagram Guide to Waking Up. And we're going to be talking about the uh, the need for security. Before we get started, just a reminder in the link below, there is a description. Uh, in the description below is a link to my website, TomLahue.com, where you can book Enneagram coaching appointments or relationship coaching based on the Enneagram. And uh, there is information there about the classes that I offer, the certificate programs and Enneagram coaching. And also uh, there's a link uh, for events where you can book me to come and speak to your team, to your leadership team or to your staff, whatever I can do to help. And thanks, for my, thanks to my patrons. I really appreciate your continued support as well. All right, let's jump into what she says here about type sixes. Um, I hope you have a type six in your life and that you have a good experience with that six. Maybe you are a type six. Um, one of my daughters is a type six. Both my mother and my mother-in-law were both sixes. And I have a very strong wing six. So I, I get the, I think I get this personality type. I'm sure I don't understand it perfectly because I am a seven and not a six, but let's see what she says and interact with it. She says in this uh, section on needing security that uh, notice you have a constant need to feel safe uh, or to, uh, to, to have security or to stay vigilant in order to maintain that security. Sixes are a compliant type, meaning that they wake up in the morning and look out at their environment to see where their energy should be focused. Is that a potential threat over there? What did they mean when they said that we're going to lose a couple of our, uh, our positions at our work? Um, is, that, uh, is that behavior over there in compliance with the, with, the, with the rules? And notice that as a six, you have a tendency to show up in a compliant way. It doesn't mean you're always easy to get along with. It means your energy complies to the needs around you or to what needs to be taken care of or what needs to be done around you. And so she says, notice if you have a constant need to feel safe, or if just notice the opposite of that, if you tend to sort of feel unsettled, like if I don't pay attention, something bad might happen. If I don't uh, stay vigilant, you know, that's when it's all going to fall apart. Um, so she says something really bad will happen if you don't stay vigilant or you don't stay aware or don't constantly scan your surroundings to make sure that everything is as it should be or everything is Okay, observe yourself to see if you prioritize security and safety. I think all she's saying is just notice if that is important to you, which why wouldn't it be? I mean, it makes sense, right? I mean, if you're not safe, if, you're in, if, if, you're, uh, if there's something around you that is threatening you or in danger, doesn't it make sense that you should be aware of that? Uh, just notice how much attention goes to that, that line of thinking. Um, learn to recognize how you think and feel and what you do when you don't feel secure. When you feel unsafe, you may have a sort of a sense of internal tension. Uh, I think you would call that anxiety. Something is off or something is incongruent and so there's this sense that something needs to be thought about, something needs to be focused on, something needs to be attended to. I need to wake up and pay attention and stay vigilant about something. The tension may remain unconscious, but uh, you, you might want to work to make it more conscious. In other words, become more aware of this of become a witness or a watcher to yourself and become more aware of what's going on um, automatically so that you can 
catch yourself and decide, is this one of those moments where I do need to be vigilant? Or is this one of those moments where I'm just being a six and I'm getting hyper-focused or over-vigilant about something that is probably gonna work out fine? Uh, is, there, is there any real benefit in focusing my attention on this? What if I did nothing? Great question for a six. Great question for a six. What if I did nothing? What would change? Would anything change? I think it's interesting that, you know, as a six, you kind of approach doing like, what should we do? Something needs to be done. What should we do? And look at like five right next to you who would probably approach doing with a sense of like, doesn't matter what you do, nothing's gonna change because you do something. And then seven up there on the other side of you, like things are probably gonna work out fine. And you can see that as a six, that if you could lean into that five way of thinking a little bit, lean into that seven way of thinking a little bit, it's probably gonna make you look a lot more like a nine. Like, you know, maybe everything is okay. Maybe I don't really need to do anything. Let me just say it like this. Some problems may be best handled with benign neglect. Let me say that again. Some problems in life may be best handled with, with a healthy dose of benign neglect. In other words, you have to choose that sometimes I'm going to try to approach this problem by not trying to get engaged with it, by just allowing it to work itself out and ignoring it as best as I can. Now, I know that doesn't sound like a way to handle problems. That probably sounds like, you know, burying your head in the sand and that's how they get you. But notice like at your best, you don't look like a three. At your best, you look like a nine. When things are going well, you have a little bit more of this way of thinking, or you're able to move to this position a little bit easier without as much resistance. Just that idea that, you know, sometimes the best way to solve a problem is to just not focus on it. I know that doesn't sound like a real way to solve a problem, but you know, I mean, think about it like this. If you decide that something is not a problem, then it really is not a problem anymore. It, it may become a problem. It may in the future lift its head up in, as, in such a way that you can't ignore it any longer. But what if you did ignore it? What if you did ignore it for right now? What if you ignored it for today? Would the problem go away on its own? If the problem goes away on its own, then what does that mean about the problem? It wasn't really a problem or if it was a problem it wasn't any problem that you needed to spend a lot of time worrying about it wasn't a problem that you needed to spend any time focusing on but notice within you if there is a tendency to want to focus on something it's like i know that there is think of it like this within the six i know that there's a problem now i got to figure out what it is and i got to figure out what needs to be done about it well you know i mean if you start with the assumption that there is a problem, then you're probably gonna find a problem. In fact, you might say that you might even create a problem that's not there. That may be how the people in your life think about it sometimes, is like, man, you just keep going around finding problems. You just keep going around, you know, catching problems that don't really need to be worried about. And that's probably gonna frustrate you when people tell you, you don't need to worry about this, or this is gonna work itself out. That's gonna feel like a walk it off answer, and it's not gonna feel like a legitimate answer to you. But sometimes, sometimes, maybe many times, that may be the best thing you could do is just, what if I just ignored this? If I ignored it, would it go away on its own? 
If it does, it wasn't really a problem. Here's another thought. If I ignore it um, <clears throat> right now and I, and I move my mind away from it, I shift my thinking away from whatever I want to focus on. If I ignore this problem, would I be better in a better state to come back and work at it tomorrow? Sometimes, sometimes it might be that, that if you could distance yourself a little bit from that over-focus on a problem, you might come back at it tomorrow with fresh eyes and be able to solve your problem in a much more simple or a much more easy way. So, if you're having problems with this, if this is like making you wanna choke, you're probably a six. If, if you're hearing this and it all makes sense to you, you're probably not a six. You're probably like, yeah, that's, that's the way I live life. Um, and we wanna have compassion for our six friends, our six family members and um, you know, try to be present to them and try to take them by the hand and let them talk through whatever you know, is concerning to them till they can get to a point where they can feel better or where they can feel like, okay, maybe everything's gonna be all right. Because you know, maybe everything is gonna be all right. In fact, maybe not only is it gonna be all right, but maybe everything's gonna turn out fantastic. You ever consider that? Sometimes things turn out fantastic. Sometimes you just get a check in the mail. You don't expect it and thank you, Lord. Or you just get, you know, out of the blue, somebody just, uh, you know, blesses you or chooses to bless you. It's amazing how, um, how different life can be when you realize I don't have to be in control of everything. Like maybe there is a plan that's greater than my plan. And if the worst case scenario happened, <clears throat> which it might at times, uh, even if the worst case scenario happened, um, maybe I'll be okay. Um, and this of course is gonna lead to some spiritual questions. You know, if the worst case scenario happened, are you, are you prepared, are you ready? Are you ready for the worst case scenario? If you are, then, mm, I mean, that's really kind of the biggest question in life. All right, let's get back to what she says here. <clears throat> Internal tension. Tension may remain unconscious, but you must work to make it more conscious. Okay, so notice yourself getting anxious. Notice yourself getting worried. Notice yourself getting panicked. Okay, what do you, uh, when you do manage to feel safe, try to rela relax, <clears throat> and I would say, you know, sit with that, that great feeling of being calm, that great feeling of, you know what, I feel, I'm feeling okay, I'm feeling good. Try to like savor that moment and savor that feeling and notice that that feeling is probably temporary and your mind wants to come back to, you know, the next crisis, wants to come back to the next issue or the next uh, thing I should be concerned about. Uh, notice if you quickly um, find the next problem. And that leads to this final thought on this video is, you know, um, when you approach life as a problem, life is gonna seem problematic. But I don't know that life is really uh, primarily a problem that needs to be solved. Is our relationships primarily a problem that need to be solved? Is school a problem that needs to be solved? Is every day at work a problem? I know that problems come up, but is your health a problem? Is your vacation a problem? You know, if you have that orientation that everything is a problem or everything could potentially be a problem, um, you might end up seeing problems everywhere. So just notice this about yourself and try to catch yourself in the moment. And if you're starting to 
over focus or anxiously focus your attention on problems in your life, you might laugh at yourself, tap yourself on the head and say, oh my goodness, I'm such a six. Here I go again, turning something perfectly fine into potential problems or potential threats or potential dangers. And realize that sometimes that tendency to turn things into problems could actually become quite a problem. If not just for you, for the people that are trying to love you and trying to relate to you. Um, that constant focus on problems could become problematic. All right, thank you, I hope it's helpful. And as always, uh, stay present to life. Take care guys, I'll see you next time.